What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick freak. Welcome to the uh, program. It is Friday. There is so much news that is out today, but this is my last hour before vacation. So I'm going to get to very little of it, uh, but I put it all out in our in our uh, uh, free email newsletter today. There's a lot of stuff that you do need to pay attention to. We'll hit some of that stuff. And my wife wasn't really happy with me yesterday uh, when she came in the door with a Target bag. And I, I'm hoping I'm not the only person that is going through this because I'm struggling a little bit because she's struggling a little bit. Happy wife, happy life. You know what they say. She's not real happy right now. Anyway, uh, we'll get into that here in just a second. First, let me tell you about American financing. Federal Reserve has continued to increase interest rates, looking like they're going to do it again. What? Why? Because the government is spending so much money. You want to fight inflation. They have got to stop spending money, and we have to pay for the low interest rates of the past. But it's not going to happen. To the moon, Alice! To the moon! Here's the thing American financing can do for you. They specialize helping people just like you get out from uh, under high interest debts and find some freedom and breathing space. Right now, they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. Now, if you have your own home, you might want to consider bringing, you know, your uh, high credit card bills that have really high interest and it's only going to get worse and bring them down and lock them in into the six range that can be done and american financing are the people that could do it for you please find out if it's right for you call them now get all the information no strings attached 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 it's american financing dot american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org so i don't know if you're experiencing this crisis, but it is becoming a crisis in uh, our society, uh, and it has a lot to do with you know affordable sheets with high thread count, um, uh, or better yet, one place where you can get absolutely everything. Uh, we're watching. I think men across the country are watching in horror as our wives, uh, moms, sisters are reeling in in agony, in agony and I think beginning to go through some withdrawals. Uh, I'm just... Uh, June, June 2nd. Uh, June 2nd. I know. Mm-hmm. I know people have been saying you got to do it all June. Uh, and uh, and we, we've been doing it since before that. So we're a little ahead, and I think some others are. But I came home, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, and, uh, and I was home on it. Pretty, you know, good mood. My wife comes home because my son is graduating tomorrow. And then Saturday, we leave for vacation. And uh, we, we haven't really done it. No, I should say, I haven't really done anything about it because I'm trying to juggle everything here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she came in the door yesterday and she had a Target bag. And I went, Tanya, 
Uh-oh. And she just pointed across the room and kept moving. And she just pointed at me. I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. And she's like, I have a thousand things going on. And I do not have time to run to six different stores. And it's not June yet. And I'm like, I think that is gr- I applaud yeah. you. Woo. I applaud you, sweetheart. Good for you. Take a stand. Uh, or don't. Or, or don't, don't. Or don't. No. Take a stand that you got too many things to do <laughs> or not. Whatever you want, I'm with you. So um, now I'm not saying that I've kept a diary. Uh, but I'm not not saying that either. Um, uh, uh, let's just say Bob's been keeping track. And uh, on day one, he wrote, over the course of this week, uh, I kept notes in my diary. It was not easy. Several times, my cover was nearly blown. My wife began the day optimistic, determined. She kept saying, I can do it. I can do it. For the sake of what is right, I can do it. And for a moment there, I thought this boycott was going to be kind of easy. I thought she'd you know, bounce into action and never look back. About noon on day one, she started to crack just a little bit. She looked at me and said, the only jeans that fit me properly are from Target. Where am I going to get my jeans? What will I do without my favorite jeans? And, uh, you know, I was I, I, I think you look wonderful and nothing. Were, this is according to Bob, of course, and he sensed a change in day one Mm. uh one weird thing uh she has been speaking differently Uh, it's almost like a nervous tick uh random words come out at random times uh day one kissed her goodnight said i love you she said uh i love lint lindor milk chocolate candy truffles and i think that has something to do with target but i'm not really sure (laughs) day two she began laughing today a lot and then abruptly stopping into a into a grimace that remind, reminded me of, you know, gargoyles a bit. You know, this is going to be a good thing. I, I really think it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be a good thing. You know, followed by a long-winded rant about how Satan tempted Jesus, and this is my temptation in the desert. Um, later, I found her reading uh, her scriptures, Matthew 4, uh, while repeating 40 days of this. I'm not... I'm not. I'm, she tried to go to Walmart, made it about 10 feet into the store. Uh, she sped home and took a shower for 45 minutes. Day three. Have you seen The Shining? Uh, the way Jack Nicholson slowly becomes unhinged. Uh, it's beginning to feel like that on day three uh, at the house. Several times I caught her petting uh, picture frames. When I when I asked if everything was OK, she said, I, I can find I can find gallery f- frames for an excellent price anywhere. You know, <laughs> think of the frames. Uh, later, I caught her uh, uh, piling bath bombs uh, onto her side of the bed. Uh, I, I, I said, uh, honey, what, what are those uh, for? And her answer was a little terrifying. Uh, I, I can't really remember. I, I, only something about the onslaught of a war of sparkles and tea rows. So I'm, I don't know what that means, and I didn't ask. Day four, the shakes have begun. 
Confusion has overtaken her eyes. Every couple of minutes, she gasps, then looks around, face full of panic, and says, Where will I find oversized blouses? Uh, And gasp again, what if somebody has a birthday? Where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? What if there's a birthday? Day five, midway through lunch, she shrieked, realizing she was... uh, she was only seven remaining uh, decorative pillows away from uh, a- an empty uh, bed top. Uh, our day somehow got worse when news broke that uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines had just released their new candle trough. That was that was day five, didn't it? Day six, the rations have vanished. The boycott now has begun to affect the family's food supply just a little bit. Uh, this morning, uh, you know, I uh, do we have any milk and my my wife whispered don't you know where the milk comes from don't you know where i get the milk and i said i don't need any milk i milk what milk uh she was uh, almost out of meyer's soap uh nearly caved when the revelation kicked in that she might have to go to walmart um and then they they only carry soft soap and dub uh, from from what I now know to be true, uh, to make matters worse, Target had just released their new Myers Fall scents, including but not limited to pumpkin spice. Which, if you don't have pumpkin spice Myers soap, who are you really? Then things really spiraled when she needed to pick up a Starbucks uh, honey flat white and some new laundry detergent uh, for the first time uh, in a long time. <clears throat> this was going to require two stops, and those two stops did not make her happy. At bedtime, she locked herself into the guest bedroom and insisted on being left alone. I could hear her reorganizing the decorative prints as she recited, make good things happen, make th- good things happen. Sunshine is a state of mind. Day seven, for the first day, I have a little hope. Uh, long story short, uh, the whole thing was awful, terrible, miserable, heartbreaking, uh, but still not bad enough to make me or any of my friends want to chug down a uh, Bud Light. So there is that upside. Mm. It's a harrowing tale. Well. Are you okay? I mean, is your friend okay? Bob's okay. Okay. Bob's okay. Uh, I feel bad for Bob. If Bob had a radio show and and then he read that about his wife, I'm glad this is not about Tanya, especially if she's listening, because she's an angel and she is rock solid right now. Right now, I can tell you for sure she is in in our bedroom. She's got the suitcases open and she may have may have uh done what she normally does which is like also pack up some of my stuff right now she's probably saying oh really really you'll pack when you get home let's see how that works out for you but she's not doing that right because she's (laughs) Not listening. <laughs> Hope to God. Uh, I have one question um, from this uh, mm. unexplained diary uh, mm. that you have from your friend. 
Uh, Found it at auction. Have they actually really released pumpkin spice crack already? <laughs> Is that real? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Please, uh, too early. So... Everything is pumpkin spice. It and is. I'm a little sick. It was cool when it first came out, you know? And now... Yeah, I like it. I like uh, it for about a week. Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. in June? No. No, it's, no, it's too not early. too early. Too <laughs> early. Um, you know, you're making pumpkin pie. You go to wash your hands, and it smells like pumpkin pie. Well, I mean, right. why wash? <laughs> save the money. Save the trip to Target. Mm. Why wash? Uh, nothing quite as satisfying as knowing that everyone in the house is asleep, Except you, uh, staring up at the ceiling, listening to the clocks on the wall, just tick. Uh, yeah, I love that feeling, especially the next day. Uh, Tanya actually been a little stressed out, a little stressed out. Uh, we both have, but, eh, you know, I might add to stress a little bit, a little bit. And, uh, and so uh, she couldn't sleep the other night. And uh, and she said, uh, I haven't slept well in three days, which immediately made me feel guilty, you know, because I had been sleeping fine for three days. And she said, I'm taking relief factor sleep. And I was like, cool. I mean, she could have said, I'm taking heroin. And I would have been like, whatever, dear, whatever you need. Oh, would you like me to go get a I don't even know a dime bag. Is that what that is? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'll ask for one. She took relief factor sleep. She got up the next morning and she was in a great mood and had a great night's sleep. <clears throat> I'm just saying, might be breaking up some of those capsules and sprinkling on some of the food. Are you poisoning your wife? Nope. Just trying to make sure she has a good night's sleep. Uh, relief factor sleep. You can get it now. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay. Out dead. Probably not the way to start a vacation. Probably mm, not. Uh, again, you better hope she's packing. Well, no, packing for the for trip. The... Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, no. You better hope she's not packing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad. Mm -hmm. How dead would you be without your wife? No, oh, I mean, you can't function. <clears throat> <laughs> Everything just falls apart in the yeah. household, for, even if she's away for, for several hours. She is, like, she is, and I'm not just saying this because I'm, I'm... No, yes, you are. Okay, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, uh... She's like a CEO. She, I, I got to tell you, she leaves and all of us just stand around going, uh, anybody know where a fire extinguisher is? <laughs> I mean, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Come home and she has got like this list in her head. Got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. What, I mean, what are you guys doing? I'm like, I don't have that list. I didn't get that list. How do you have that list in your head? What's it like to live in that head with that list? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a challenge. I mean, it is a challenge for people. Obviously, you're exaggerating, but there, there, there's a challenge for a lot of people to uh, to, to avoid target, target because it, it, it makes it, is it easy. easy, right? And you yeah. get to a place where you know where everything is in there. That's, I think that's know. the same thing, though, with phones. You know, we have right. our cell phones mm -hmm. and you know, you could have a cell phone, get a flip phone. You know, just don't have all social media on it. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because it makes life really easy. I, I will tell you that um, 
Uh, I'm starting to carry my phone. I noticed you had it the other day, which I have not seen you carry a phone in many, many years. Yep. Why is is that? Well, um, I got a call from somebody that everybody in the audience would know. Um, And this individual is not one that I would normally uh, get a call from. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I got... I got messages from people, I think from high school that I haven't spoken to since high school, saying, uh, Glenn, uh, somebody's trying to get a hold of you. W- what do you do? Where are you? Where mm-hmm. are you? You know, and I was just not anywhere near my phone. Uh, and this individual doesn't know I don't have a phone. Uh, and uh, it was uh, not good. Not good. And so then the next day, uh, I had written to somebody. I said, you know, can I, I hire you to to take some photographs of the museum stuff? He said, sure. And uh, I, he said, when do you want to do it? And I said, this week would be great, Wednesday. And he said, okay, I've got to move some other clients around. But yes, we'll do it Wednesday. Uh, and then he came Wednesday. But I hadn't seen his response to me. Mm. So... I didn't know he was coming. Mm. So then he got to the studios and uh, he apparently he was sitting right there, uh, but he got into the studios and um, he said, uh, you know, I, I have an appointment with Glenn to do some stuff and I'm on the air. And uh, they said, no, you don't. And my staff was not there this day. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, no, you don't. And he said, um, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, and they said, who made the appointment? And he said, Glenn did. And they said, Glenn doesn't make his own appointments. That doesn't happen. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so uh, he was here and they, they waited to come in and he waited. Um, he waited apparently, apparently he waited for about 12 hours. Uh, well, oh. not 12 hours, uh, eight hours. Eight, eight hours. Oh, just the eight just hours? Just the eight hours. Okay. That's and good. in different locations. Yeah. In mm-hmm. different locations. And... Uh, uh, he apparently had also left uh, messages on my phone, which I don't carry. Um, mm-hmm. And he didn't know that. Uh, and it was bad. And I don't know what the staff was thinking because uh, I wasn't even here after about four of those hours. Oh, good. Uh, good. And so I've decided I think I'm going to f- carry a phone. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna really? Ca- now, yeah. I don't think that will improve things at all. You don't personally. think? No. No. Because I know you. And what will happen is you will now schedule more of your own appointments that you will not tell anyone else about and you will still forget about them the more access you have to people the worse things get uh, that's just a general rule we've developed around here over yeah. many many years well, i said you know mm-hmm. i said because well, i talked to everybody i was like how come you guys didn't come in and they're like glenn you, you don't do this we have people come by say this all the time right that and, is. <laughs> yeah and they're like we, we didn't know uh so you know you you didn't tell anybody and your guys weren't here and so no and and i was like okay that's uh and uh you told him that i don't usually do this and he said uh yeah i did and uh, uh you know after uh, talking to pretty much everybody in the building and they all said the same thing he his response was well i i see why he doesn't uh, make his own appointments. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's something I would agree with. That horrible. I, I, I felt like a horrible human being. It's hard to keep him. track of stuff, of course. But no. you, you are particularly like you get you get focused on something, you go all in on it, 
and then in your head it's over and that doesn't mean it leaves your head though so no one else knows what's going yeah. on and yeah. well i just didn't see his follow-up email that was the problem well, and you haven't seen an email in 20 years okay all right okay. another well, thing that yeah. maybe we should talk about i mean i gave up emailing you legitimately a decade ago <laughs> like, like legitimately a decade i ago, did try I to email you the other day and i looked at all of these and i said i think these are from like when we lived in philadelphia right. i mean <laughs> I don't even know what you're <laughs> I know one phone number, and that's my wife's. Yeah. One. And I will say, when, if I have to contact you, mm. uh, and I don't even try most of the time, because no. I know I no. can't do it. Right. But if I have to do it, the only way I can even attempt it is to call Tanya. Because Tanya actually is a human being that is in contact <laughs> with other human beings. And at least she's near you and might right. be able to get you a message. Right. This is, well, I got a lot of things to do. Okay, yeah, and, and they're uh, all very important. And they're all very, very important. important meetings to miss. So maybe I shouldn't carry a phone. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, back in just a second. Final half hour. The Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> I just, just told me who the person was that was trying to call him. And it was, <laughs> not a call you should be no, missing. No, no, not a call no, I should be missing. No. Anyway, okay, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Seems uh, that it wasn't that long ago when the third rail for conversation in business was the same as the dinner table, religion and politics, but now all of that's gone. Everything is political now. Well, it shouldn't be that way. But while it is, if you're going to do that, fine. I am not helping your company help destroy America. I'm not going to do it. That's why I have, but I never, I never use it. My wife does. Patriot Mobile. You need cell phone service? Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Make the switch today. They'll make it really super easy. You'll keep your phone number. Uh, keep your phone. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. patriotmobile.com slash Beck, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Do it now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe. It's uh, The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks. You know, the, the, there's a story out today, it's in our pre-show prep at glenbeck.com, um, about why this Bud Light thing is really working. And that's because people are buying it at the, at the uh, bars. And if you, if you ask for a Bud Light in some of these bars, people are just harassing you. They're like, oh, really? And that's really how you do it. Yeah. You just don't do that with your wife at Target. No, well, if you want to say married, you certainly don't do right. it. Um, well, if you don't want to stay married, do could, it a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, the quote from the is Marina Cafe in Great Kills on Staten Island. And they said, not only did the sales of Bud Light tank two months ago, but the rare partakers of the product these days find themselves reamed by fellow patrons. Mm. <laughs> Again, like you would go in there and enjoy a beer. 
even if you like Bud Light, you just don't want to get in the It's just so this. much easier, yeah. though. Like, my wife came home the other day, and I don't know, she needed to buy a blouse for my daughter and hamburger meat and a candle. I don't know. And she was like, I wasn't running to three stores today. I don't have time. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, I just think this is poor planning. What You knew you needed that <laughs> candle a long time ago, sister. No, you're going on vacation. But, uh, what do you need a candle yeah. for? <laughs> when you're gone, I'm romancing somebody. Uh, anyway, uh, so the um, uh, it's just hard because that just breaks your day up. And you've got it. It's Bud Light is easy. Pull that one or pull that one. Yeah. I don't want that one. Pour a glass of that. The easy substitute is such a key part of this. Yeah, it is. And I think, too, there's just that level of, you know, you you have to make it so you're not ruining your own life because of their bad decisions. And that's tough to do. Let me ask you. Do you think this is why Hispanics are becoming white supremacists? (laughs) Are they? Oh, yeah. Well, the rise of Latino white supremacy, it's, I mean, it's right here in black and white. What mm. is this, Vanity Fair? Oh, well. Yeah. well oh, then. the New Yorker, even better. They're even smarter. Better. They have cartoons you don't, nobody understands. Even the people who draw them don't understand them. <laughs> right. Uh, so they've got to be right. Mm. And maybe it's because, you know, they go for that high thread count sheet and they can't get them in Target anymore. So they're like, where are we going to go? And they're, I don't know. So the high thread the count clan. sheet for the clan's outfits. Well, they might not mm-hmm. might not really agree with everything, but they want the sheets. You know. Okay. So it's I not an know. ideological uh, affinity I to the clan. Know. It's the just comfort of nice thread counts. I don't know. I mm. just know that the New Yorker has a whole piece out about how uh, we are now. You know, seeing the rise of Hispanic white supremacy. I, I've noticed like they call Hispanics uh, brown, which I I really hate that term. I don't know why brown peoples, and they'll call them brown peoples as if we're black and brown, and then they'll call brown peoples people of color. All these really weird I have color terms. in my face. It's just pig, Every, right, pink. Right, everyone has it. Everyone's got some color. No one's actually white. I don't know if anyone's noticed this. Mm. Um, maybe a few exceptions, but the, the, I always find this to be interesting is that when they want to claim Hispanics as their own, they're people of color, but now they can also be white and white supremacists, which yeah, is they really stop being colorful, right? They're no they longer right. POCs no, at that point. No, because they're not agreeing. Um, and there are some people that they have found, uh, that are, you know, have racist Nazi tattoos, now, I just don't understand that. I mean, I think this is this might be a case of you're either really stupid if you're just, I want to get a Nazi tattoo, and you're any other color than pig pink, okay? Because yeah, Nazis don't like color. In fact, the ideal color is like like Spooky ass white with blue eyes. Okay. The kinds that you like to look at and like, I think they're half wolf. That's the ideal. Okay. I guess. And, uh, and you're not, you're not that. So they're going to figure that out at some point. Yeah. Like, so I don't know how that works. I mean, I guess you could be a, a non white, a non white, white supremacist if what you're, if you're, are you just relating this to fascism generally? Like, you so could, here's what they're, here's what they're saying. This, mm-hmm. this article is crazy, but yeah, they say, um, uh, they say that, look, the Hispanics know that they have to be more white and act more white 
if they want to oh, be God. successful. God. And so they're just acting white and they're just saying, hey, we we we, we want to be white so badly uh, and be accepted by the white people that we'll join the Klan. <laughs> I got news for you, man. You're wearing a sheet. A lot of white people are not going to like you. The overwhelming majority are going to think you're insane. <laughs> yeah, right. Just so you know. Right. And not because do you not look in the mirror or do you not listen at meetings? Mm. Uh, because <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. But whether uh, you're white or black or any other color, your your acceptance well, and membership in the KKK automatically makes you insane. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I tell you, they're pushing it. They are pushing it. These Hispanics are pushing white supremacy like, oh, crazy, hmm. Stu. How do we it's know not that? just because of Target. Just the New Yorker article? No. Well, you know I'm a big fan of... Uh, Maria and Teresa. Mm. Oh, uh, the yeah, the uh, the telenovela. Yeah, they're great. Mm. I watch them all the time. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, didn't, I do. I don't think I, I realized love them. that. Uh, you know, but I was watching the other day, and I was watching Teresa, and uh, and uh, there was a scene with Teresa mm-hmm. and Pablo, and okay. all of a sudden they start talking about uh, about white supremacy, and I'm like. Wait a minute, what? And Teresa was not happy. Sorry, Teresa was not happy about it. I didn't know you spoke Spanish. Hmm? I didn't even know you spoke Spanish. How do you, are there? Well, may I? Because I, I, I brought the clip in. Okay. And I'll translate it for you. Yeah. You speak Spanish? I don't know. Okay, good. This, so uh, let me just, uh, let me translate mm. what happened on Teresa. Okay. Uh, Teresa just found Pablo wandering the streets. Stop, stop, stop. Not yet. Teresa is, I'm trying to set this up. Mm. This is complex stuff. Sure. Mm -hmm. Teresa just found Pablo wandering the streets of Mexico City. Mm. Wow, you do that very well. Thank you. You do speak Spanish. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, And she realizes something's wrong with uh, Pablo. Okay. Now go ahead. What is wrong with you, Pablo? You look like you've seen a ghost. I know what it is. I saw you last night walking around town with those angry-looking men wearing bedsheets and carrying crosses. We lit crosses at midnight, Teresa. Have you never heard of the Ku Klux Klan? See, I, I have. But... It doesn't really make any sense to me. They're white supremacists. Why would they expect uh, accept a Hispanic man like you? They know you're not white, don't they? You're not white? I, they know I love the white race, Teresa. What? Like Hitler. Like, like Hitler, what do you mean? Well, he was a brunette, but he knew blondes were better. So just like him, I may be Hispanic. But I wish I was white. Right? Yes, it's true. I believe that. But why would you join those blanket-wearing men? They're freaks. Teresa, we are not freaks. The clan is so old-fashioned. No. You're better than that. Any Hispanic white supremacist worth his salt would only join the Patriot Front. Their uniforms are actually stylish, and they're definitely not feds. I guess I was wrong about you, Pablo. You will never be white. Never be white. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. was dramatic. Yeah, it was crazy, and it just spilled out my living room the other day. Wow. Yeah. 
See, I didn't know. And I know I'm not a. I say no. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. But like, wh- wouldn't the name Hitler just translate as Hitler? I didn't hear Hitler. No, not in, in sp- that. Spanish. Is very strange. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like C yeah, and yes. Totally different. No, totally well, I different. know. Okay. I, I know that's how language works right. in translation, but like names usually stay the same. Not in Mexico. Okay. A lot of them change their names. Hmm. A lot of them do. Well, I mean, that did explain the phenomenon mm-hmm. of white supremacist Hispanics <laughs> that's pretty right. well. And they're pushing it hard. <laughs> they're pushing they it really hard. They really are. You know, that damn Telemundo. Damn them. <sighs> Well, there it is. You've got the truth finally. You need to do a new podcast on just. Uh, I'm going to do like, it. You know, in like Spanish. they did those succession recaps. Uh huh. The what? You know, like succession, the show yeah, that just ended. Right. They do like a daily or weekly podcast on reviewing what happened. You could do that for these we telenovelas. Could. <laughs> in Spanish, of course. We could do that. Yeah. We could mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like me to? When I, I get back. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. We'll just we'll just tape a few episodes and then I'll come and translate them. Will you be able to uh, keep up with it on your vacation? Will you still watch them? You don't want to miss any developments. Oh, I can watch those things. You know, all the time. Okay. All the time. Good. Good Especially Maria. 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 Teresa. The night on Maria. Okay, uh, I guess, you know, Congress is, uh, you know, decided to make all the uh, economic decisions with the magic eight ball. You know, it's not just any magic eight ball. Uh, this one, uh, no matter how many times you shake it, it just comes up, comes up with the same answer. Spend more. You will spend more. Um, so I guess we got to go with the magic eight ball and Mitt Romney. Throughout history, time and time again, the same financial wisdom holds true. Precious metals such as gold and silver have always been the best hedge against the insanity that plagues the markets and politicians from time to time, you know, right before a collapse. A gold line wants to make sure that you've got some gold or silver on hand. Gold line is celebrating Memorial Week. Today is the last day with a special offer to uh, both new and existing clients with every tube of 25 of Goldline's popular one quarter ounce Mayflower gold round. Oh man, you should have heard what Teresa was saying about the Mayflower. <sighs> she hates those. Races. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who would have known? It's crazy. <laughs> Pablo, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but Pablo lost his mind. <laughs> anyway, the popular quarter ounce gold Mayflower round you'll receive if you buy a tube of them uh, at no charge, either five of the five ounce silver American flag bars, or you can opt to receive 25 of the one ounce Liberty Bell silver rounds. Today is the last day. Please call Goldline. Find out if it is right for you. They're waiting for your call at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're glad that you are here. Thank you so much for listening. How many people get into the uh, presidential race? What's the number? Right now, I think we have eight, nine, something like that. What's the final number, you think? There are only 350 million Americans, right? right? So I don't think it could be over that. Okay, don't Some think it's going to be children. over that. 
Yeah. So they're not qualified. Okay. But um, that doesn't, there's a lot of people. You think this president was qualified? Oh, no, not no. at all. Okay. So many are non citizens. In theory, yes. that would not qualify them, though. Right. That might, that, they that, could run for the Democratic. Yeah, sure. Fund. Yeah. Um, I think we had so, what sixteen or seventeen like relatively r- real candidates in 2016. I think the Democrats got up to like twenty. Uh, well, the Democrats aren't going to have it. They're going to they're have some people running, but they're not going to. They're well, not going to notice them. Yeah, this time even people with like twenty five percent of the vote don't even get a debate. That's I mean, that a, is crazy. That isn't is it? crazy. I mean, the, that is so authoritarian. I don't know how you can be a Democrat and not see how authoritarian this is. Because I I think the GOP is authoritarian enough. You know, yeah, with their, uh, yeah. but when Reagan was when Reagan was uh, elected, the Democrats freaked out and they're like, we can't let that happen in our party. We will not have that Bernie Sanders. And they just I mean, for him to be running and them not with his poll numbers. You're talking about, our, for, yeah, Biden versus yeah. RFK Jr. Yeah. Even Marianne Williamson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, with his poll numbers and his lack of ability to think. For them to say, no, we're not having any debates is just the kind of stuff that Putin would do. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like usually in a situation like this, you'd have some, you know, strong challenger. Like if you're like, I don't know, if you're like a Gavin Newsom and you really think you want to be president and believe me, he does. I go, oh, yeah. what, what are you holding back for? This guy's incredibly vulnerable. I mean, a real challenger could make a difference probably Good. in that primary. Do you want to be that? First of all, do you want to be that? I mean, you know, it would take somebody who just either wants to play the game and be a part of the cool kids club. Uh, and they're already in it. They're already there. Uh, or somebody who wants to change things. Do you think you want to go run as a, a traditional Democrat? One that actually believes in the bill of rights. No way. They will eat you alive. Look at how they just destroy people. No, thank you. I mean, you know, get, getting going in against Trump, that's bad enough. That's bad enough because you know how he fights. He fights to win. And, uh, uh, and you know, I don't know how you don't walk out dizzy uh, after a debate with him. Um, but that's, that's bad enough when you got one guy. You don't, you don't have the media the entire Democratic Party, the the entire institution coming out against you. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, you could really compare the, I mean, the 2016 primary to to this one in a way, because, you know, Hillary was coming off of being secretary of state. She was the, the obvious nominee. And you had people challenging her like Bernie Sanders, like Martin O'Malley and a few others. There were at least people who jumped into the race that, uh, who made a big impact, and Hillary had to deal with them, right? Hillary had to debate them. We all remember seeing those debates. They're, they're just, with Joe Biden, they're like, well, I, we can't put him on stage. He might just fall on his face. I mean, I don't mean fall on his face in the debate. I mean, literally, literally fall, fall on, on his, his face, face in, the middle, bad. in the middle of the debate. Just really bad. And they're just protecting him. They're trying yeah. to keep him out of public view and, and to see if it worked. Mm. It, they're like, well, it worked in 2020. The whole COVID thing gave us a, kind of a, a path here to just yeah. keep him in the basement and see what happens. Yeah. And, man, I can't believe they're trying it again. I would be very frustrated if I were a Democrat at that development. You know, RFK Jr., look, I don't think he's, he's not a serious candidate, right? He's really not. I mean, he's not a guy who's, who's been, other than his last name. No, this is how we are so desperate. This is, 
This is the uh, Democratic Donald Trump. This is a guy mm. that the Democrats are like, I, I don't agree with this guy on a lot of stuff, mm. but at least he's talking some sense on a few big things. Mm. Get him in. Jeez. I mean, uh, that shit. 30% of the electorate on the Democrats have side side and give us somebody else. I know. Even if it's Marianne Williamson. I know. That's hey, amazing. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, watch for some new art pieces coming out at glenbeckart.com. And I will see you in about three weeks in uh, St. George, Utah, org.